Welcome to Retro Wars, where every week me and a friend will talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids, and this is episode 5, and we are talking about Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. I did play a bit of Donkey Kong when I was a kid, I did complete the first one, I never played the second and third ones, much to the shock of our guest today, Mr. John Rue, who we'll be seeing in the second half of the show. Now I said second half of the show, what do you mean this is the second half of the show? Well, the show is in two parts, as I've just said. The first half is kind of going to be going through what's happening in the gaming world today, and the second half will be me going through Donkey Kong Country with our guest. So let me just get to the plugging stuff, and then we'll get on to a bit of modern day gaming news and what we're all really here for. If you want to support the show, you can do so in a various few ways. If you can go to YouTube and follow me at the Honest Pokemon Trainer, where every three weeks I will be doing a new Pokemon challenge. And the first, well, first one, the first been doing that for over two years. Oh, God. Top quality podcasting as always. The newest episode just hit today where Lugia and Ho-Ho are going in a speed run to see who can complete Pokemon Gold the quickest. If you want to support this show, what you could do is you can go to Patreon and for $1.50 Australia, I think it's about 70p UK and about a dollar US, you can help support the show each month and that is going to go towards looking towards buying new games, some retro titles, going towards making get a PO box so I can communicate with you, everything going into the show, better equipment so we can get new equipment so we can have better, well, better guests, not better guests, that's wrong, no, I mean, better communication with our guests, I should say, because at the moment, people having to huddle around this one microphone, if they come stay, it'd be nice to have two microphones, and they sound nice and clear, rather than just getting a bit too close to each other, because sometimes I worry about Liam, I love him to pieces, but... Man's got some odour. No, he's a lovely chap. I like him giving me a huggy. He's my yogi bear. But that's what it's all going to go into. It's not going to be me making profits. It's all going to go back into the show. And as part of that, for your Discord, you can get offers to go into polls for you can decide what games you're going to do. You can join a Discord and join our community. You can send me comments one-on-one and tell me about your stripes or your gaming stories. And you can talk about comments about the latest game that we're going to do. But what I'd like to do, if you don't want to do Patreon, that's fair enough. You don't have to. It's your money. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. I'm just happy you're listening to the show. Wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on you know, Spotify, Apple, HeartRadio, wherever, if you could just leave us a review, leave us a few good stars and a nice thing to say, you know, it just really helps us out. The more positive reviews we get, the better. And I actually received, I've got to tell you, our first review for the show came in, and it's from my dad. My dad reviewed the show, Master Splinter himself, he reviewed the show. He said, and I quote, Time compression, GF, what the fuck are you talking about? So he's actually talking about the last episode of Final Fantasy VIII. I'm quite happy he listened to this. Now Hiccups is in the UK. I'll be applying for a restraining order as a 36-year-old father is stuck in the life of a spotty teenager. Damn. Thanks, Dad. Hmm. Well, first of all, Hiccups. I've said Hiccups because of those who don't know, I don't say my daughter's real name. It's Hiccups. She's in the UK. She's there for another few more weeks until I go and go get her. Go get her and the Queen and go pick them up and bring them back. And I'm 35, father. 30 fucking five. Swear to God sometimes. I love my dad. I love him to pieces. But sometimes I feel like I've got to have my date of birth or my current age tattooed on my forehead. He seems to forget. Well, there's four of us. He seems to forget how old we all are. One day I'm suddenly going to get a letter from him as if it's the bloody Queen coming in. I thought you were 100 today. I do love him. I do love my dad to pieces and thank you very much. He's probably going, you're a fucking dickhead. I can just hear it now. I'm going to get a phone call or a message anytime soon from this going live. You're a twat. 
Why? And yeah, I expect this. And I probably have lost my whiskey drinking rights for when I go home. And I'm looking forward to that moment so much. And I said I will be back in the UK in a few months. So do love you, Daddy. Daddy, please keep writing in and giving me more shit because it's quite fun. Right. So that's me just ranting on about things as normal. Let's get into it. Let's get into the gaming news, which I'm going to call Patch 5.0. So what's been happening in the gaming news? Well, the first major thing has happened in my life and in the world's life in gaming world is Elden Ring has dropped. Elden Ring is a game made by From Software, the Dark Souls creators, and has had influence from George R. R. Martin, or I don't know what he's done. So he's the guy who's made the um, Lord, of the Ring, Lord of the Rings. What am I on about? The Game of Thrones series or A Song of Ice and Fire? Get on with your next book. It's been 10 odd fucking years. Make your next book, you dickhead. Stop. Well, I should say stop making video games because this game is awesome. I've only had about two hours so far playing of it. It's, the world is incredible. It's it's Dark Souls 101. It 100% plays like it. Well, it plays more like Dark Souls 3. But the baddies look evil. The music looks great. The world's bringing me in straight away. And the first, like, free map you get to wander around, there was a guy on a horse and, like, a huge guy, huge knight called a tree sentinel. Yeah, he fucked me up. He fucked me up quite badly. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'm not meant to fight him so early. I know people are probably going, well, I beat him straight away. Well, fuck you. Fuck off. That's that's you, not me. I didn't do it. I went off and started exploring. Didn't go to the first dungeon. Actually ended up in a little side dungeon. I don't know if I was meant to go there. They had these little stone little gremlin things, the cheeky little fuckers. Really enjoyed it. I think that's the beauty of this game is that you don't have to follow this, the right path. You can kind of go off on your own little adventures. And I really, really did enjoy that. You know, there's a nice little dungeon. Fought my way through. Beat the boss. Got what I needed to go. Fucked off. So I'm going to try and do a little bit more of the story stuff today. Because I can't even level up at the moment. I think that's the problem. I literally don't die because I'll lose everything. Really, really enjoy I can see why it's probably going to win Game of the Year for this year already. There's a huge contender. I know Horizons come out. I think it'll be those two battling it out. And we'll have to wait and see for a long time coming forward. Now, talk about movies. Only briefly going to be talking about this. I mentioned last week about Uncharted and how well that's doing in the box office. It looks like it's continuing to continue its box office dominance. And they're talking about making the Uncharted movies a franchise. Tom Holland is a legend. He's absolutely rinsing it with the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man series. And he's going to be now doing an Uncharted series. The guy is absolutely minted and he's not even 30. I hate him. I don't. I love Tom Holland. I'd love to go for a drink with him. But he's doing incredibly well. It looks like everything he's touching at the moment is going to be gold. So he's going to be the new rock and everyone wants to get him. Now, in other game news coming out, Capcom have released... They had a big day, actually. They had a big day. They had a big, oh, I'm going to come like a timer. It's like, what's going to be announced? And I thought it was going to be Street Fighter VI. That was my prediction straight away. But first of all, they released their releasing a fighting game collection of some of their classic titles. And some of them have never hit in console shores before, including a game called Red Earth. They've also releasing Dark Stalkers, Vampire Savior 1 and 2, Vampire Hunter 2, and which they're not well known within, I'd say, the gaming world per se. Those who like their fighting games will know what these games are, but I was never... I knew what Dark Stalkers were. I didn't know what the other ones were called. But they're also releasing Hyper Street Fighter 2, which is great because that's the Street Fighter 2 version with the turbo mechanics from Street Fighter 2 Turbo, along with the extra DLC, DLC, DLC characters of Kami, Fei Long, Akuma... Um, T-Hawk and DJ 
See, I do know my Street Fighter stuff. So that's coming. And also Super Street Super Street Fighter Gem Fighters. So that's like kind of all the characters have big heads, small little body proportions. But it was a very popular game. I never played it myself. I never got hold of it. But I know it was very popular. So I'm glad they're making a performance. Performance? Jesus. I need to get my words sorted. I need to take a breather and go, hang on. Sort yourself out. But the good thing about this is that it's going to have rollback netcode, which means it's going to have really good online play. They're also going to have, with these online matches, a ranked mode, which is great. So anyone who's into their old 2D Capcom fighters, you've got a whole buckload going to be. And I don't... I think it will be around about the $60, probably a full price limit. And I suppose for the amount of games you're getting, I think it's about like eight or nine games. Yeah, fair enough. And with all the added features you're going to be getting with, I think you'll you'll get your money's worth. And if you're into your, your fighting games, I think you're set for quite a while. But then talking about this, my prediction came true was Street Fighter VI got announced. And all it showed was Ryu, topless Ryu. And a character, Luke, who got recently announced in the last DLC wave of Street Fighter V. Ryu looked hype. It was hyper-realistic. The graphics on a PS5. Oh, Jesus. It looked incredible. You could see the beads of sweat. It looked so realistic, you could probably taste and smell that sweat. It's a bit of a rank thing, but that's all I could thought. Jesus, it's that close. And the main thing is Ryu's wearing shoes now. Ryu doesn't wear sandals, he's just barefooted, but he's wearing sandals. But it looks like they're going down the old man Ryu, which was kind of what we saw in the Street Fighter 3 series. And Luke himself has had a lot of scars across his face and his arms. So it looks like we're going towards away from Street Fighter 5's timeline, and it could actually go past Street Fighter 3. Because Street Fighter 3 is the end of the chronological series. So that's what you need to do. And it's a good way to have Ryu showing his progression. You know, keeping it that younger Ryu. It's best off to go older because it just shows that the characters grow up. And you can introduce new ones into the timeline. I know E. Honda, when he was in Street Fighter 5, had grey hair. Stuff like that, you can make the character seem older because... It makes it a bit more realistic for those who have grown up with the characters, especially for me who grew up with Street Fighter 2, but even more so those who grew up with Street Fighter back in the day, the first ever one. I, I'm looking forward to it. I knew it was coming, so this wasn't a shock. I think it was just more, oh, great, you know, you are making the... It's now in development, because Luke had basically heralded... Um, he said he was going to be in Street Fighter 6, and he was more of an MMA fighter, so maybe that's the way they're going to go to more realistic rather than the stereotypical views that we had in Street Fighter 2, um, where everyone was very... Basically, you knew what country they were as soon as they came out and started fighting. All we've got is in development. We're not going to get any more news probably for a long time. I don't think we're going to be seeing this game until next year, maybe even 2024 at the latest. It's going to be a while yet, but for now, I'm just happy they're making development. Although one thing that needs to be sorted, that logo fucking sucks. The logo sucks balls. Really, they're going to have to redo that. I imagine they will. I imagine they'll get some fan backlash. They've already had fan backlash and they'll have to sort that shit out because it looks wank. It does. It's like a hexagon. They've got that right, just with SF6. That it? Come on. Go back to your roots. Go back to with the cool red, yellow, orange Street Fighter logo. That's all fans want to see. They don't want to see, don't be trying nice and fancy. No, don't try and be UFC. Just have Street Fighter. That's all we need to see. 
Pokemon news. Well, you've got to have some Pokemon news. Come on, it's me. Pokemon Presents, there's going to be one later today. Unfortunately, I wanted to cover that, but it's not going to be until for me tonight, which means I can't share it because this show comes out every Sunday. So, yes, make sure you keep an eye out for what's going to be in. I don't know what's going to be on. It's going to be 14 minutes long. Everyone's already thinking DLC for Arceus. Apparently, it is Arceus, not Arceus, as I've been pronouncing it for so long. Apparently, they confirmed it's Arceus. I'm still not played it. <laughs> I was going to play it. Yeah, yesterday on the train, but I bumped into some friends and the little one, so I didn't get a chance to play it, uh, and I was a bit drunk on the way back, so I never got a chance to play it. I decided sleep was more important at that time, so took the sleep option and went for that. In Pokemon Unite news, they've released their new DLC character in Hooper, um, so I, he's a support character rather than attacker, so Pokemon Unite is con consistently getting some new characters all the time, and considering it's a free game... I think it's, it's one you can jump into. It's very much like League of Legends for new people, for Pokemon. I do, I've never played League of Legends. I've not shit all over it for the sense I've never played it, but and I'm playing Pokemon Unite, which makes no sense. That's how much Nintendo's got its claws in me. Speaking of, speaking of Nintendo, now this is a thing I need to rant about. So Nintendo, this actually happened last week, but I forgot to record it and say what happened. And I thought, ah, I'll just transfer it to this week. Nintendo are closing their eShop for the Nintendo 3DS and the Nintendo Wii U. Now, this was always going to happen at some point. They always had to close it because how long do you keep it open for? You've got the Nintendo Switch and no doubt the Nintendo Switch Pro that you want to focus on. The problem is, is that Nintendo put a line, like a Q&A session, and they had to then delete this and they said they have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. So there's a lot of games that are currently stuck and there is no way to access them. It's best compared to Marvel vs. Capcom 2 because there's currently no way to get hold of that game at the moment. No physical way to download such a great legendary title. And there's a lot of games like this now. Zelda, The Wind Waker HD, you can't get hold of it. Unless you own now a physical copy of the game, you can't get hold of it. And this is what really annoys me about just modern day gaming at the moment. Why can't there be a situation where we can download all these old games? Like, you know, it's very nice that we had the Super Nintendo Mini with 22 other games. But there are so many other great games out there that we're just not having the chance to play. And it's a real shame. Turtles in Time 4, you can't get hold of that unless you have the actual copy of the game. I understand that there are people who have like old English copies of Chrono Trigger and say, oh, well, no, don't do that because it will affect the value of this game because this is a really rare title. Well, you can argue that, but then didn't Super Mario World 3, a sealed copy of that, sell for fucking stupid amount of money? I think the problem is, is that because retro games now are becoming a, a, an actual sellable property, the fact you can't get hold of some of these games means that some of their actual physical copies get inflated so much. But with Super Mario 3's case, you can play Super Mario 3. That's accessible. That's, that's still obtainable. You can get that through some ways. It's on the Super Nintendo Mini. You can get hold of that. I just would like Nintendo to release something and say, look, here, here's every game. Here's every game we ever made for the Super Nintendo. And here it is. Here it is. So you can buy, argument's sake, Legend Link to the Past. I know you can get it in other ways. But here it is for $10. I know you can get it for free. I'm just using an example. Okay, people are moaning. Turtles in Time. Here's Turtles in Time. It's $5. Do you want it? You can download it. And it's always there, accessible. The amount of money Nintendo would make straight away 
because people could just download the games legally and actually own the copy of it and play it on their Switch. How good would that be? Because the only way to play a lot of these games, such as like Secret of Evermore, Legend of Mana, Chrono Trigger English, is to actually ROM it and just get it off ROM sites, which are illegal, which unfortunately, I don't know what happened. My Nintendo Switch Mini got sick and you know there were 22, 24 games. There are now 60 games on there. I don't know what happened. It must have got the Roro, and it somehow now got Turtles 4, Earthworm German, Turtles Fighter, and Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, Street Fighter, multiple editions, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Quite a lot of games, and apparently some Game Boy Advance games appeared on there, like Final Fantasy Tactics. I don't know how that happened, but you know, hopefully it will recover itself at some point. But then again, you know Final Fantasy Tactics? No way you can get hold of that, unless you've got the actual copy, which I do back in England. There's no way of playing it. And that's why I think, you know, you can have... I was comparing this with a friend. He was talking about Warhammer. So they're the model sets and how old retro sets sell very well. But then you've got the problem with storage. And if you don't sell them, then you've got all this stock you can't get rid of. That's not a problem for this because the game size files are extremely small. Like some of them are less than like 20 MB, which is ridiculous in this day and age for a video game or any sort of file. You put it online. I don't see what the problem is and just leave it. What are we going to worry about? The server? You'll make so much money. You'd probably outsell every console. And if they had that, the Switch the Switch sales would go through the roof because people go, oh, I want to play my retro games. Oh, I can get any retro game I want on the Switch. Boom. I don't have to hack or risk bricking my console. Boom. Here's my money, Nintendo. Here's my fucking money. But no, Nintendo want to do that and they're going to drip dry it. And, you know, they've got these little tiny bits just to hope keeping that will sucking on their nipples little bit by bit. Look, don't just give us a little bit of your breast milk. Give me the full whack and I won't get off your boob ever. It's an image you probably not want to get out your head, but it's true. Give me all of it, not little bits, all of it. And I will take it because I want my retro games. I want to play retro games. I would love to have more of my Switch. No current way of doing that without bricking, risk of bricking the console. People argue with otherwise. Be careful if you get a bricky console. If you get a brick, be careful if you get a modgy console. There's always that risk you can brick it. Uh, just be careful. That's all I say in that thing. And also, what I'm going to say about Nintendo, they've decided to throw their toys out the pram again. So Evo is coming out in March now. If you don't know what Evo is, it's a pro fighting competition, which is usually done by I think it's Sony are involved. They have their hands in this, and it's where some of the the best fighting games best represented fighting games and some of the best players come together for huge tournaments and it's produced some of the best moments ever like one of the best gaming moments i ever saw was a street fighter third strike and it was ken versus chun li i think it was wong um and it was one of the best things i've ever seen youtuber it's incredible as a gamer it's not a game you don't give a shit but as a gamer i absolutely loved it and evo made an announcement this week hang on let me just oh god my throat's dry i need to have a drink of water it said, please join us, this is on Twitter, I should say, please join us March 8th at 5pm PST on Twitch dot slash Evo for the Evo 22 announcement show, where we'll be thankful for all the amazing games joining us this year in Las Vegas. We want to let you know in advance that Super Smash Brothers will not be making a return appearance. Since 2007, we've seen historic Super Smash Brothers moments created at Evo events. We're saddened that Nintendo has chosen not to continue that legacy with us this year. In the future, we hope to once again celebrate the Super Smash Brothers community alongside them. Oh, fucking Nintendo. Why? Why? 
Smash Brothers is a great game. Yes, it's got its problems in online. That's why it was never featured in the online version of Evo that was done last year. But face-to-face, it works quite well. I don't know why it's not been included. Why Nintendo throwing the toys out the pram? Maybe some backlash that they're going to receive. Maybe Nintendo will listen and decide that 2023, that we can have it back. We'll just have to wait and see. But come on, Nintendo. This is what have you, It's a game that's no longer being developed by, you know, you're not doing any more to it. This help keeps the hype alive. Tournaments keep it alive. I don't understand why they would pull this. I'm sure Nintendo may comment on why they've done this. We'll just have to wait and see. But that is enough about me talking about what's going on in the world. I'm gonna, we're going to now go on to Donkey Kong Country. Now, the guy who's joining me today is called John Rue. Now, he owns his own developing company. He actually develops his own games for various consoles. Now, you can actually look at his games. Now, I'm going to give him the plug. It's on the retroroomsgame.com. Now, I got to know John pretty much around the same time he was developing his games. He started, and I started my YouTube journey. And we've got to know each other quite well over about two, two, three years. And he's a really nice guy, and he said he was jumping at the chance to get this. But I said, go have a look at his stock. Go have a look at his games at theretroroomsgames.com. And you can also follow him at The Retro Room at Twitter, which is at theretroroomroo. Please go follow him. He's a great guy, and he is going to be one of our regulars. He was jumping at this, so you're going to hopefully hear him, Jared, and good old Mick McCauley. Mick McCauley. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Jake. I don't know why I keep saying you, Mick. I've got a man called Mate. He's probably going, you fucking twat. It's fucking Jake. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, so you've got to have Jake, Jared, and John are going to be regulars on this show, which is really good for us because they're a bunch, three really, really great lads. So we're going to go into Donkey Kong now. I'm just going to play some music. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Donkey Kong Country, which came out for the Super Nintendo on the 18th of November, 1994. Fuck me, I'm old. Let's go. So I'm here with John, and we're talk. We're here about Donkey Kong One or Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. I love how you've just given like the two finger sign on the camera. It's a podcast, you dickhead. It's oh, a- oh, we're not doing. We're not doing video. No, we're not doing video. It's a podcast. Oh my god. Well, John is here. He's um, offered to help out, and he, he reached out, and he was very much in looking forward to this because you love Donkey Kong. You were desperate to do Absolutely. two and three, weren't you? I love Donkey Kong Country. I love the trilogy, so it really doesn't matter which ones we talk about. See, I've only ever played... I Honestly, I've only ever played Donkey Kong Country 1. I've never played really? 2 and 3. No, never played them. Why? I think it's just because I'm never, I never owned a Super Nintendo as a kid. I was a... Well, did you call it a Genesis? When you... Yeah, because yeah, you, I called it a Mega Drive. Mega Drive kid. Mega Drive <laughs> kid. I was a Sega kid. I was a Sega kid, and back in those days, you couldn't afford two consoles it was take your pick and my father made the choice for me and said you're having a Sega Mega Drive 2 which I was very grateful for don't get me wrong I lost my yeah, shit yeah it's a good console oh. yeah it's great I was lucky enough to have like hand-me-downs so I got both of them eventually bastard uh, yeah so I definitely had my my full experience with it so you bastard. I love I love I love Sega and I love I love the Super Nintendo it's actually my favorite console like what, if you can get your hands on a Super Nintendo today it still holds up so well. Like it, so it many does. It does. Like I've got the Super Nintendo Mini, and yeah. Um, it, as I mentioned, I, I probably would have mentioned at the start of this episode my um, 
Super Nintendo got sick. I don't know what happened. It just got sick. And, you know, those 22 games apparently now turned into 60-odd games. I don't, don't know what happened. Oh, it got sick. It got, it got sick. sick expanded. Yeah, it did, did it without <laughs> me knowing. You know, it must have got the Rona, the, the Nintendo Rona. And now, you know, Donkey Kong Country 2 and 3 are on it, Turtles and Times. I don't know what happened. I don't even... You know what's weird is I don't know how well it's going to be for you to play Donkey Kong 2 and 3 now that it's been like... Like, it's... I don't know. It's going to be interesting to hear your thoughts on that whenever you do end up talking about those games because, like, I don't know how it would go for a a modern-day, like, first-time playthrough. It's... it's, Yeah. Donkey Kong Country... I'll go through the trilogy at least, like once or twice every single year for the wow. rest of my life i'd probably do that yeah I, I play all three of them like probably at least once or twice a year and the thing is like it's very easy to make these comparisons to super mario because super mario and sonic were seen as like the gold standard in platforming but donkey kong country had a very different feel to it whilst the other ones are very very 2d donkey kong country tried to do that like bring 3d yeah. It's like 3D, yeah, it was like 2D. A right, right. But it, I thought it worked. I, you know, people are like, oh, it's a bit ugly these days. I'm like, well, you got to remember the time and the era that it was. I still think it holds up when I, pl- I played it. Like the menu map doesn't hold up. The menus, you know, the adventure world maps, like, Burr. but the game itself, I think, is fine. I think it still holds up today. Whenever I was young, I didn't, I, like, and first played the games, I didn't even think about graphics. Like, I didn't have. Like, the only thing I guess I could compare it to was, like, the NES, and the graphics were definitely better, but as, like, as I was too young to even, like, comprehend, like, that these are better, you know? Yeah, worse. yeah, yeah. You just yeah. get, it's a game, just get get on with it. That was it, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I grew up with, I grew up with all three of them, and it's funny, like, as an adult, seeing, like, the retro community talking about, how like, which one's their favorite, or, like, how they hate the third one, and I'm like, Why? Like the third one's great. It's like it's really good, you know. Is it? But is, there's is, a lot of criticism on it. Is that just because of who's the who's because Donkey Kong's not? I always thought that Donkey Kong's not even in two and three. It's like for fuck's sake, why? No. Is it because he's yeah. not? They were who they replaced him with in the third one. Is that big giant ape? Baby thing? Kong, yeah. Baby Kong. And it was like oh fuck, just make just. And Baby Kong's Baby Kong is pretty fucking lame, but still, uh, still he like controls just like Donkey Kong. So the game's still fun, you know. But I get it. I get it. You know, it's a Donkey Kong game. Where's Donkey Kong? Yeah, where's Donkey Kong? And looking at Donkey Kong himself, because I didn't understand when I was a kid, when I was like, you know, 11, or I wasn't younger than that, that the Donkey Kong we see in the series was not the Donkey Kong we used to first played in the Donkey Kong and Mario series. Right, right. He was like an enemy. He was an enemy in those ones. But the Donkey Kong in the Donkey Kong and Mario series, that's Cranky Kong. Oh, is it? Do you, do you not know that? No, I didn't know that. No, Cranky no. Kong. Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. Okay, that makes sense because he's old. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's old. And he's old and he gives shit to the cat. Whenever you go see him, he's like, he just gives I, you shit. I love him. Yeah, he's always like like a bitter old man. I, yeah. I love all the Cranky Kong bits are funny. He's like, I can do this in one life. Yeah, he was the he was the original Donkey Kong. And then so That's he's funny because he's like grumpy and, and yeah, thick, he's, obviously cranky. And he's Donkey Kong's granddad. Um, and this is going to get so confusing. And then you've got Donkey Kong Jr., who was in Super Mario Kart and a few of the Game okay. Boy games. He's Donkey Kong's dad. Weird. But he's never made an appearance in the Donkey Kong games. Okay. 
So you've got. I, I, I got to catch on, up on my Donkey Kong lore. <laughs> so you've got Cranky Kong, <laughs> Cranky Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, Donkey Kong. That's the that's the that's the, wow. the three Kongs. Where is Diddy? Like his little brother or something? Um, no, Diddy. Diddy is. Uh, Diddy is. I think it's a cousin. He's Cranky Cranky Kong is his granddad, but he's. I think he's more like a surrogate brother to Donkey Kong. Okay, he's, they're not brothers. Or, or father, son. No, I think it's like cousins. I think he, does he say cousins? Oh, no, it won't be cousins. It's gonna be like second cousin, probably something like that. That's hilarious, dude. I, I, I had no idea. Like, now that you're mentioning like Donkey Kong Jr., I, and me seeing him in Mario Kart, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. It was Donkey Kong Jr. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And it's, it always blew me. I was like, why is it Donkey Kong Jr.? And then when it's saw Donkey Kong for the first time, and Donkey Kong, this is why it's so freaking confusing. Give him better names, Nintendo, or rare, I should say. Um, but it just fucking wound me up. But then you also had other characters in the game, like Funky Kong, who was like cool. used to travel you around everywhere. I I love the Funky Kong music. Whenever you like, yeah, show up in place, dude. I love that music. Honestly, like the Donkey Kong Country music is all oh, really well done. Just yeah, don't. Some that's one greatest. thing. Some of the greatest songs, like that opening, it's it's iconic. Yeah. Whenever you hear that, you know it's Donkey Kong. From a gamer's point of view, you know it's Donkey Kong. It was funny, man, because I went on this tangent where I was like looking up like uh, lo-fi remixes of like Donkey Kong music, mm. and like my girlfriend's not a gamer at all, and she was starting to be able to call out like what Donkey Kong music was because I was listening to it so much. She's like, "Are you listening to Donkey Kong again?" Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just such a funny thing to be listening to Donkey Kong, you know. But it was like these remixes that made it like really cool, like modernized and. Yeah. But, dude, the, some of my favorites, like, video game songs come from the Donkey Kong franchise, specifically, like, the water level. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Like, like really fantastic track. There's another one in the second game from, from the level Bramble Scramble. I forget what the song is called. I think it's, like, Sticker Bush Symphony. You got to check it out. Whenever you play the game, you'll, you'll, it's a lot like Aquatic Ambience. It's, it's like, really chill. Like super well composed. Like I'm really excited for you to play those second and third games. Well, when when we when because I know you want to do the second and third ones, which you can. You can come back for the second and third ones. So when we do that, because we have like three pieces of music I've got to pick for each episode. So I will pick Ramble Bramble for one of the pieces of music when we do DK2 hundred percent. Yeah, definitely listen to it. I, I don't think you hear it until later on in the game. I yeah. think for the first time, it's like in the third world or fourth world or something like that. It's, it's kind of far, but, but it, it's, it's it's on awesome. the switch. It's on the switch now. I know they put they oh, released nice. DK two and three on the switch. It's not on the mini Super Nintendo. It wasn't one of the original package games, but it was on the switch membership. So I now have it as handheld, which is really good. And I think Donkey Kong works very well as a handheld game. I think it's you yeah. know just pick pick up and go. I think that works very well because I suppose we, we that was what we had to deal with back in the day as you know as gamers that was it it was just on the console but you had no yeah. way to save apart from going to see was it Candy Kong yeah Candy Kong was his missus and that's yeah, the yeah. only way you could save it was like oh for fuck's sake well nowadays yeah, you can like save state and stuff like that so it makes it a lot easier to like quit that's what I like about like like my PS4 I think was the first console that I had. That was able to do it where you could just uh, put it in rest mode. Yeah. Maybe the PS3, maybe you could do it on PS3 or uh, um, I know you couldn't do it on the 360. I, but, don't, uh, I don't know. With the, I don't think you could with a PS3. I don't think you had a rest mode just off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I like the idea that you can just press that center button and then it pauses the game no matter where you're at, cutscene no matter what, put it into rest mode, come back two hours later and you're, you're still in the same place. I was playing my PS5 last night and it, it put itself in rest mode. I went for I went for a uh -oh. shit. I put it went for a shit, came back and it put itself in rest mode. It was like, you're keen. I was like, okay. <laughs> It's like, you know? that's funny. So if you leave it stagnant, then it saves power or whatever. I guess. Yeah, it does it itself. I was that's like, cool. all right, fair enough. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> Can't I complain. Think, I think it was too scared to be playing Elden Ring. It's like, no, 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 you're not playing oh, this. How is it? How do you like it? Oh, 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 Jesus, Jesus Christ. There's a lot of talk about it. I'm curious. I've only, because I'm such a busy boy playing Pokemon, because I'm cool like that. I have only played about two hours so far and there's an optional boss and I just got my ass handed to me by an optional boss who you walk into a field and he's like walking around on, he's on a horse and it's like, yeah, I'll fight you. Come on, cunts, I'll fight you. And he beat the shit out of me. I was like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I'm meant to fight him this early. Um, there's definitely a lot of talk about it and it looks fucking amazing. Like it looks awesome. So it, it is, but. it is. So I'm looking, I am looking forward to, I might give a bit more of that today. See, this is how this show works. Don't be expecting top quality podcasting from me. You're not getting it. <laughs> if we go on tangents, we go on freaking tangents and we can go <laughs> from. That's what makes it top quality podcasting. Actually, we can link this back. See, we can do a loop around. I've got a pen. You can't see this, but I've got a pen doing a loop. Um, Elden Ring, very hard game. The Soul series, very hard game. Donkey Kong, very <laughs> hard game. It was a challenging game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Later on in the game, especially, like, it gets really, really heavy. I grew up with that first Donkey Kong game. That, that one, like, really resonates with my childhood. So I, I just remember, like, late nights with my friend Corey just playing Donkey Kong Country. It's just a really good, really, really good first entry into the series. It, it was. It's crazy. You had the jungle levels, which were cool, but then it like the shit really got hard when you had to do the mine mine levels, the mine cart levels. The That's mine cart like, levels oh. are iconic. They're yeah. so like famous. Like it's just like, was that the first game that ever did some sort of like uh, concept like that? First platformer in a mine in a mine. Yeah. Yeah, Mario had mining levels, the underground levels, but they never had. Um, a mine that, auto, that kind of auto scroll whether you're in a cart or something I, no I there's remember. nothing like that in mario that's the first game i can think of was was donkey kong and i think it worked so well with that 3d depth it you know with yeah. the rendered it worked but it was hard as nails you had to get every single jump perfect well, you right thought, it almost takes it takes memorization to a certain yeah extent. and it's like it comes back to that it, it was a hard game but it wasn't cheap you know, if, right. if something happened, if you died, it was because of you. It wasn't the game. It was being, your fault, yeah. It was your fault. It wasn't the game being you cheap-ass <laughs> piece of shit. You fucked up. You sorted right. your problems out. And that's what I like about the I like about hard platformers because Mario, you know, Mario and Sonic aren't really hard platformers. They're quite piss-easy. Right. I don't know if you yeah, felt, yeah. felt that. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, like, I grew up with Mario again as well, so it's hard for me to, like, look back at a, First time playthrough, I can like play it blindfolded now. Oh, you can with Mario, <laughs> can't you? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the uh... who's I play it with? I played it with someone recently, and it was so upsetting because they were they were, did not press the run button. I'm sitting there going, oh. oh, that's always cringy to watch for me. I, like even Donkey Kong too. Like I'm like all the Donkey Kong games, I'll I always continuously run, never stop running. 
Yeah, that was it. Oh, that was it. It was my mate Nick. He came round the other week, and I love him. But Nick, you killed me. You, he, he does listen to this. You killed me, Nick. You absolutely <laughs> killed me, you bastard. He's like walking around. I was like, fuck's sake, Nick. You don't know what you're doing. But it's even useless. That's, how, that's how you know somebody doesn't, doesn't game as much or doesn't retro game as much as they don't run in a platformer. You don't run the platform. You imagine Sonic walking. Someone's going to walk through each bit. That was the beauty of Sonic, though, is that you didn't have to press a button to run. It just it was just speed. Just yeah, just built on it. I don't, and that's the thing with Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong wasn't a fast game. I know Diddy Kong himself was quicker than Donkey Kong, but it wasn't a quick game. Right. I felt yeah, that. Yeah. I felt it wasn't. A, and you can say about physics and stuff like that. You know, with Sonic's basically the whole thing is built on speed, whereas Super Mario is quite a light character you know the way he jumps yeah. where donkey kong felt like Heavy. that yeah that's how he should jump he's a monkey he's a gorilla that's how he's going right. to jump whereas diddy kong felt right for how he was gonna jump it was it was crazy how like another cool uh like feature in the donkey kong country game was the uh like the barrel blasting yeah so that would, was like, cool blast from one barrel to another back and forth and you had to like get the timing right yeah it's kind of a cool function to add into a platform i'm a game dev so Thinking of stuff like that to be like that, that's really creative in my opinion. Yeah, to and, think uh, of it just adds again, like another di- a puzzle dynamic, a timing puzzle dynamic to a platformer. It's really cool. And this goes back to why this series was hard. If you get that wrong, it's not because the game is being cheap, it's because you fucked up. Timing. You, yeah, yeah you timing. Get, you get your timing, get good, son. Get it, that was even, yeah. And there was no hand holding in you know, the games we have then to now. It was, you got to get good. We're not letting you have an easy pass. That's why whenever I developed like a platformer, I did my first platformer. I made it hard, like the old, old school platformers. I wanted it to be that way. I wanted it to be, I don't want it to be like this game that holds your hand that, you know, you can beat, you know, in a day or whatever. Like, no, you're going to, you're going to be challenged. Yeah. And that's, that is how it should be. Like I fell in love with games like Dark Souls, like Cuphead, like Hollow Knight. I was like, Metroid, give me hard games. That's what I want to play. Give me games. I'm not going to finish in a day. Like, God bless my mate. God bless my mate. Wants to do um, Golden Axe. I was like, "Are you sure? Because we're Golden gonna Axe. shit. We are gonna shit on Golden Axe. That's a future <laughs> spoiler. We're gonna shit all over that if you want Golden Axe." But the one thing I'll say about Donkey Kong, I, I've always been disappointed with, has been the bosses. Oh, uh, the bosses! Because they are easy, and I don't. I've yeah. never had. I've never had the love for them because you had. You thought like a chipmunk. And, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the Donkey Kong One bosses. There's like the uh, is a chipmunk. That, yeah, that that first one that jumps across yeah. the screen. There was and then a, there's the the bird. There's a bird. You have to jump on a tire. I remember um, the bird. Okay. There was a bee. You have to the throw bee. barrel. Uh, you have to throw barrels at him, and then when he comes across the screen, and then he gets pissed off and starts doing like a figure up and down like a X and Y pattern to try and hit you. But it was just they were just easy to do. There wasn't much skill. Yeah. Like King K. Rule had some more, the final boss, he had some more flair about him and it was like a different, right. it was a different world. He was on his own pirate ship where the others were just in the mountain horde of bananas. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, right. I want to go, right. I want to rant about this. The plot, sure. the whole fucking plot of this thing is that Donkey Kong leaves Diddy Kong, right? In charge of his bananas and basically, King K. Rules minions, I don't know what they're fucking called, put them in a barrel and nicked all the bananas. I was like, right. well, yes, you greedy cunt. 
You can't have all the fucking bananas. The banana hoarders. Yeah. They have that cave full of bananas. They've got all the bananas. It was like, this. it's not just like 20. You see the cave. Oh, it's like hundreds. <laughs> you see it in the boss battles. I also, hang on, you're there, mate. Why don't you steal them back? You're in the right. freaking cave, steal them back. <laughs> don't go off for another adventure. You're there. But he's got them all. Also, he's not how he's going to keep those things freaking ripe. I was like, they're going to go off. It's how do you get such giant bananas that are bigger than a gorilla? Yeah, he said bullshit. I know people with video game logic. <laughs> Fuck video game logic. Fuck that off. Also, if you beat a boss, you get another big banana with a Nintendo logo on it. I was like, what the fuck's that come from? <laughs> Maybe whenever you peel the banana, there's like a hundred bananas inside. I don't know. It's, it's like this is bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, Donkey Kong. You got you got exactly what you asked for, and then you put a small child in charge of it overnight. That's bullshit. Get better security. It's just you've been. That's what you get. That's what you get. And you know, (laughs) I don't. I don't blame them putting Diddy Kong in a barrel. They could have killed the fucker. No, they thought put him in a barrel. He can be picked up later. I think the second one has maybe a better story. Maybe was it Donkey Kong gets captured? Yeah, yeah, and you're like trying to rescue him. I guess that's that's a better premise for a cat for a story. You know, I would say so, yeah. 100% <laughs> it's a better story rather than some fucking Nick my bananas. All oh, right. I can't gonna... even remember the third story. I don't even know oh, what it is. But... It's probably, I don't know, Donkey Kong needs to get his ass wiped. We'll get a baby. That's probably what it is. Someone's going to go. Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are gone from that one. So. Exactly. See, someone's probably, oh, it's Dixie Kong, so we can have that. But someone's probably going to go, no, there's an actual diverse plot and you've not covered the intricacies of what Baby Kong can bring to the table. Fuck off. Don't care. <laughs> And I suppose by the third Donkey Kong people are like, just give me the just give me the game. I want to play it. Yeah, I just want more platformer levels. That's it. Just give yeah, me more levels. Just give me more. And the one thing which I think is always cool with Donkey Kong, and I know Mario had Yoshi. I don't know what your opinion is of Yoshi, but this game had its own animals. Oh, the animals. Okay. Yeah, they had the animals, didn't they? Those secret levels are pretty cool. The coin where you collect like the animal coins. Oh yeah, you just you just solely use the animal, don't you? If you find if you find like a secret area in the secret level, mm-hmm. then it like gives you times two or times three of whatever you have. So oh, I never knew that. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to like jump over a certain wall, and if you're the frog, or uh, the, like you have to find if you're the uh, swordfish, you have to find like a certain like secret like like wall that you can go through. Yeah. Uh, but if you find those places, it, it, everything that you collected gets like times two. So if like like you had a hundred bananas, then you get two hundred bananas. See, I never, so, I never, I never knew that. Like I knew that there were secret areas, and I did love the animals, but I felt it was kind of like once you've got an animal, it's a bit easy mode. It's like right, go. Oh yeah, dude, the animals make it make it pretty easy for sure. You start start slamming everybody. Yeah, for sure. Because you had the rhino, you had a oh, sword. The rhino, that's right. You had a rhino, a swordfish. Um, an ostrich, right? There's a frog, an ostrich, and there was a parrot, I think. But the parrot, you could only use that for one. One, you weren't riding, I think it was just to carry a light or something like that. For one, okay, for one, I forgot about the parrot being in the first one. Parrot, parrot comes makes a nice comeback in the second one. Yeah, I've heard that. Apparently, he's much more involved in the second one, but in the first one, he just holds a light. But I thought I just thought the animals are just cool. Like, the water levels become so much more fun. Like, water levels are shit anyway, normally, in any video game. But they're a lot better yeah. when you get the swordfish. Yeah, there's that's something about Donkey Kong water levels where it's like, 
it's the music and then getting the swordfish that make it just makes it so much more fun because it kind of is it does make it easy it puts it in easy mode but it's kind of fun to just wreck shit up you know and like kill everybody in sight really easily it's fun it's fun to wreck shit yeah it's like That's when you get- like in the rhino too yeah i know you run into fucking literally anything you kill it I used to just run like any wall you can see because that's where the hidden areas could be. It's like, right, is it a wall here? Come on, Paul Ryan is oh, going yeah. to get whenever fucking I, concussion. I think about whenever I was a kid, I had the time to just sit there and bump walls all day in these games. And I tried to find like all the secrets. Now I go back and play games as an adult and I'm like, how did I have the time? Like last night I was playing Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. And like I, I couldn't beat the second level and I just, remember, <laughs> I just remember like finding everything in that game like dissecting it up and down whenever I was like nine you yeah know? so it's yeah it's you look funny. you look back at some video games you're like how the fuck did I do that like I look at some of the ones I used to play and for me like I used to blitz streets of rage and you know I used to absolutely love that when I was a kid but the idea oh, of actually great. doing a whole streets of rage playthrough now is like, no, I do not have the time to do that anymore. No chance. It's been years. Like, I think the only way that I would probably do it now is if I was like playing with a friend, you know, or something like that. We're just doing co-op. But um, you, but... You, you, you could do co-op in Donkey Kong, but co-op's kind of dead now. Like, you know, playing with a mate yeah. back in, you know, obviously we can never do play co-op in the normal sense because we live the other side of the world from each other. That's technology, right. people, technology. But yeah. I, you know, Donkey Kong, you could do that. You had two player co op, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Couch co op is awesome. Like, I like couch co op is a dead art where you could just sit with a friend and play. I, I did play uh, It Takes Two recently on PS4. And I've heard that's meant to be really, brilliant. It's really my, I, my girlfriend's not a gamer, and I got her to actually play the game with me. And it, we were having like a blast with it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Cause that it's, one, it's cool. That one game of the year, didn't it? For 2022. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, maybe, but oh, 2021. Sorry. Yeah, I've I've heard it's meant to be really good, but it's I don't think it. I don't think with all the best, I'm going to get the queen, aka my wife. She will. If I say, "Do you want to come play a video game?" and she'll look at me with eyes like, "Do you want to fuck off?" That, that's <laughs> what, you know, if, if you get. If she you, would play any game that I think that might be the one to play because it's like a puzzle game, kind of, and you just like you have to work together to solve puzzles. So. It's really I, cool. I will put it to her when she gets back. Like, I don't, she doesn't listen to this podcast because she hates everything I stand for. So I'll have to ask her directly. <laughs> Isn't that a supportive, supportive wife? I know your, <laughs> miss, your missus might listen to this because you'll be like, oh, oh, look, I'm on a podcast. Please listen. Where'd my mom go, fuck off. Just, just go away. Yeah. My, mine will definitely not listen to any podcast that I'm on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and typically, she definitely doesn't. But, uh, she t- doesn't play video games to me uh, often either. Uh, she's they stress her out. She like even though she knows that she can, like you can die in a video game and it's okay. People die in video games. People do. So die for some in reason, games. it stresses her out to the maximum where she's just like, <laughs> Does she it, rage like, works quit? Her up. Like uh, not even rage quit. She's just, like it almost makes her cry or something. It's like <laughs> it's like the end of the world for her to where it's like she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god. I'm like it's okay you can die <laughs> like. Try again, you know. Donkey Kong like, is not the game for her then, no. because and she's a player who does not run when she plays Donkey Kong. So no, no. Oh, she wanted like, that, that, tells you, that tells you a lot about her as a gamer. <laughs> she's a very sensitive, very you know tippy toe gamer. Yes, I appreciate that one. That's fair enough. <laughs> I can never get her to game. I've, I've only gamed with her like we played Diablo three, 
and she liked that. She had she enjoyed that, and then I think and then it takes two. Those are the only games that I've ever played with her. Mario Kart's been the only one I've played in mine. I, th- I oh, bought. You know what? Mario Kart's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Kart. You can't go wrong with Mario Kart. Um, Overcooked. I've I've got I've downloaded that, but I haven't been able to get it to sit down again. Yes, you'll find out becoming a father soon. It's freaking time, sunshine. You're too tired. Yeah. You're too tired to game. It's just one of those things you get. I understand because I, right now I'm in the position of like, because I do game development for a living and I'm in this position to where I can either like develop games or play them. So I like don't have the time to really do both. Do both. I know you've got a few games out, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it makes it like rough to, to, uh, to, to like game as much as I want to, or as much as I used to. I, like I said, I used to have time to bump into walls and just explore new games. Like I've got this, like that's why I haven't gotten a PS5 yet or a Switch. I don't even have a Switch. I, I have a PS4 and I have so many games for it. I don't even have time to play all the games that I have for the PS4, you know? It's yeah. uh and, and all these modern games are so huge. They take a yeah. hundred hours to get anywhere in them. You know, it's like you can't just play it for an hour and sit no. down. No, because you're not you get, gonna get anything done. You're not gonna get anything. Like I've got you know the, the new horizon came out and I still haven't even unwrapped my other one i haven't even unwrapped my other one (laughs) and i suppose i played for like two hours on horizon it's really fantastic it's really good but you got to put like 30 hours into it at least 40 hours into it to to like get somewhere in the game you know it's and that's the thing you can't you can't do that you know with 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 modern day life and in those games back in the day you could like I know Donkey Kong didn't have like a hundred percent mode. It was just finished the game, but you could spend around and dick around. It was only the good RPGs. So like the Zeldas, the Final Fantasies, yeah. you know, they're the ones that you have to put the hours in, but games like Donkey Kong, you could just dick right. around for an hour and go, yeah, I've got plenty of time with this. That's fine. You don't need 40 hours. Yeah. You can sit there like today I can pick up cause I have like a Superboy from like a portable super Nintendo. Yes. And, uh, like a, like an Everdrive that I have in so I can save states and uh, you know, I can pick up and play for like 10, 15 minutes if I want to, and then yeah. shut it down. It's not a big deal. You know, like it's good fun. You know, it's you not have- something where I have to like, and another problem that I have with modern games is that I, I fucking forget the controls. Like, I, <laughs> bro, I, I think it's, a, it's like old age or some, something like I don't, but I fucking forget the controls whenever I pick it back up. I'm like, how, like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> I, I don't remember how to play this. I think the, these games only have like two buttons. I think it's jump. Uh, I think yeah. D- Diddy Kong had a roll and Donkey Kong right. had a hand slap. And I think that was it. Yeah, to pick it back up is nothing, you know? It's like, but, you know, whenever I pick up something else, like some some modern game I've been playing, like some of the controls are like, I can pick them back up, but it's like, there's all these, like I got all this new shit, like all the new item that can do this and that. And I forget how to use it and yeah, and you kind of jump back in. And I think even Donkey Kong had that in when later games like Donkey Kong 64. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I played Donkey Kong 64 for the first time like a month ago. Oh, that game I... was terrible. Yeah, I, I got it. I, awful. Yeah, I, I got it because I love Banjo-Kazooie. And Banjo-Kazooie was the tits. This was not the tits. And one day, we will, if you want to, we can review Donkey Kong 64 and shit <laughs> all over it. because I, this... I played it because, okay, like... I'm a I'm a big fan of like a uh, uh, Mario 64, you know Banjo Kazooie, like platformers for the 64 were great 3D platformers, especially for being like the new, like this new 
iconic 3D thing, you know, but I, I got stuck in Donkey Kong 64. I didn't know what to do next. And I was like, this is not a problem that I have with Mario. You know? no. like, it's not a bit like for some reason I couldn't figure out what the hell to do. And uh, I just got bored. Yep. There we go. If when we do the Donkey Kong 64 episode in a few months time, it'll be, I just got bored. There's the tagline. I just got bored. I, I don't know. I like, you know what they did really well is when they remade the Donkey Kong series. I don't know if you played the new ones. Is it Tropical Freeze on, was on the Wii U? I haven't played that one, but I played just Donkey Kong Country Returns yeah. for the Wii. What was that and like? I, I got it on my 3DS too. And it's, it's fucking awesome. I've never, I've never, I didn't even realize they'd remake it, but there's it all like basically a complete remake and they've, they've expanded upon it and stuff. It's like completely, if it's a new game, if yeah. it, you know, but it's like, uh, it brings that 2D flavor back. Um, it's a lot of fun, dude. Like I, I was impressed with it. It's something to try too. So do you reckon that if, you know, for anyone new who wants to get into retro gaming, Donkey Kong Country, still very playable, still you can jump into it straight I away. It's one of my favorites, so I'm like biased whenever I speak about the the all three of them. I'm like, especially the second one. The second one's like one of my favorite games of all time. So it's it's tough for me to like uh, go against for it me to be for me to be the one to talk about it because I'm just so biased. I'm like, it's the greatest game of all time. Of course, you know. Of course, Ooh, you that's a bold statement. The greatest no, game to me to me the greatest game of all time is a link to the past but donkey kong 2 is close second gosh i was gonna say bold statement i've never heard anyone say donkey kong country is the greatest game ever that's a bold statement it's 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 a close second in my opinion it's such a good it's i would go as far as to saying donkey kong country 2 is the greatest platformer of all time oh well i'm looking forward to giving that one a go and i will give a bold statement i I know a lot of people would disagree a lot of people want to give it to mario and i love mario games i love all mario games super mario world fucking amazing game masterpiece but for some reason i just love donkey kong country too i don't know why it's just like i don't know it's the level designs the music just an adventure to me i just wait till i get comments coming in going oh he's fucking wrong fucking dickhead. yeah, Fuck, what yeah they're gonna know? name like all these other platformers for yeah. sure but fucking donkey kong country too. the second one the first one just lays the foundation the second one is just amazing Build, yeah builds on it well i've I've essentially got no, mo- nothing more on Donkey Kong. Have you got anything else you want to say about Donkey Kong? Because obviously you um, love it. What do you think you've covered if you everything? you haven't played it, you should. <laughs> so what would you what would you score it out of 10? The first one, I would score it a solid 9 out of 10. I'll score it, I'll score it 8. And I'm only scoring it 8 because from what I do know of Donkey Kong 2 and the fact that what you're basically sucking its dick it gets expanded upon <laughs> dramatically. And I only give it another point down for the sense of your plot's fucking stupid. Fucking you got, you got what you're asked for, you dickhead. It's your fault, Donkey I only Kong. Get, I, I'm only minusing a point off of it because the second one's better. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you're going to probably enough. play and you're, you're going to play the second one and be like, what the fuck, this is terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, probably. I'll be like, I'm messing you. <laughs> the fuck, dickhead. No, but well, honestly, I, that's been... I'm um, curious. No, I will, I will give it a good go when you know we get round to recording it. I can say John yeah. will be back. John will be back yeah, for number two. I promise you, you can come back. We, he was he was desperate. Poor guy. He was desperate to do this today. And I was like, well, you can. But we're I'll not play the be second one it. all over again before we chat about it. <laughs> that way I just have it fresh on the mind. 
For sure. Yeah, you'll be like that. Come on, come on. Poor baby's <laughs> like, feed me, daddy. Shut up, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'll know, I'll know exactly what you're talking about in every instance because I'm going to replay it before we talk about it, for sure. Oh, I'll be looking forward to it, my friend. Well, I want to say thank you. Thank you your, for coming on the show. And John was said he wants to be a regular. And please yeah. make sure you go check John out on Twitter. I will put his Twitter um, hashtag or at, I'll put it in the before this. So hopefully I've already mentioned it, but make sure you give John a follow and also his games are available. And so everyone give them a shot. So John, thank you very much. And no doubt I'll be seeing you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Appreciate it. And thank you very much to John Rue. And thank you very much for everyone for enjoying this. I hope it's been good fun. I hope it took you back a little bit. Remember a bit more of your childhood. I've been Dan. This has been Retro Wars. And I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.